1: Learn more at marines.com.
0: You're listening to Titans Time, the tailor-made podcast for all Tennessee Titans fans. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Titans Time podcast. I'm your host, Tanner Staggs. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Tyler Staggs. Um, Today... We are going to be doing a bold prediction episode, giving our bold predictions for the Tennessee Titans in 2020. Tyler, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing good, Tanner. How are you doing?
0: I am not doing too bad myself. Um, let's go ahead and get started with the bold predictions. Um, you know, for me, I've, I, mine are very bold. Uh, I've got some probably six or seven predictions here and i i would be happy if you know one of them i was actually right about i mean they're pretty far out there Uh, i don't know about you but mine are really uh kind of far-fetched so let's just go ahead and jump right into it and hear your first bold prediction
1: all right my first bold prediction for 2020 for the titans you know, as a whole, their players, I think that there will only be two games this season where Derrick Henry does not have 100 yards rushing. And just to put that into perspective, I went back and looked at some of the players uh, in the past in the NFL who had like 2,000 yards rushing. And Chris Johnson's Uh, 2009 season where he had 2,006 rush yards. He had four games where he did not have 100 yards. Uh, Two of those four games, he actually had less than 60 yards rushing. Uh, Going back a little bit further to, uh, I believe it was 1997, uh, Barry Sanders had 2,053 rushing yards that season. And he had only two games where he did not have 100 yards rushing. I believe he actually had a 14-game streak of 100-yard games that season. Uh, And then also, if you go back to the 2012 season where Adrian Peterson had his 2,097 rush yards, he... Only had 10 games where he had 100 plus yards. So while, you know, people may look at it and think, oh, well, you know, that maybe not be, that's not too far fetched. There's only one guy who, from what I've seen, had a season where he had 14 games of 100 yards rushing in the regular season. And like I said, that was Barry Sanders. So I think Derrick Henry is going to come out on fire this year. I'm not necessarily saying that because he. I think he's going to have 14 games with 100 yards that he's going to you know, eclipse the 2,000-yard mark. But looking at these numbers here, there could be a good chance that if he does only have two games where he doesn't get 100 yards, he could come very close to a 2,000-yard season.
0: Well, Barry Sanders uh, is definitely good company to have for Derrick Henry if he were – to do something like that, and I think that that's something that's realistic that Derrick Henry could possibly do, especially if the Titans make an addition like I have them potentially making later on in the show with uh, one of my final predictions. Uh, But I want to go with Derrick Henry as well to start off. Um, I think he's such a big part of this team, so obviously I had to include a bold prediction for him Derrick Henry last season scored 16 rushing touchdowns. Um, in my mind, he is the best running back in the NFL. Uh, you know, no Christian McCaffrey, no Zeke, no Saquon. I think that Derrick Henry is hands down the best running back in the NFL. And I think in 2020, Derrick Henry will have 20 or more rushing touchdowns. Uh, At a minimum, this would tie him for 11th all-time in rushing touchdowns in one season, Um, and that's at a minimum if he only has 20. He could easily go over that, but I'm going to go bold and say that at a minimum, 20 rushing touchdowns for Derrick Henry.
1: I think that's very uh, reachable for Derrick Henry considering you said he had 16 this past season. Yes, he did, Um, and he missed the game. Yeah, he did miss a game, so. You also have
0: to take into consideration the slow start that he had with Mariota, um, you know, early in the season with Mariota at quarterback, you've got to take into consideration that slow start.
1: Right. Um, Yeah, I think Derrick Henry could end up hitting that uh, 20 touchdown mark this season, Uh, you know, and of course, all of these predictions are, you know, barring injuries, like. You know, hopefully all these well, guys are course. able to stay yeah. healthy. Um, I'm gonna stick with the offensive side of the ball for my next uh, bold prediction. And I'm gonna go with Jonu Smith. Uh if you the look the new back, tight end one. Exactly. His best season so far with the Titans, he caught thirty five uh passes on forty four targets for four hundred and thirty nine yards and three touchdowns so i'm gonna go you know pretty bold uh, for my standards on this i think that this next season john is gonna have 75 catches and 10 touchdowns on the season i think it's gonna be a breakout year for him Um, he's like you mentioned he's gonna be the top tight end for the titans this year and i think he's gonna end up being a big target for Tannehill in this offense
0: i think that would probably put him what do you say like top five definitely top 10 but maybe top five in regards or or in you know as far as tight ends go uh a season like that that's more receptions than and uh aj brown had uh last season uh he was their leading receiver and he was in the 60s, so to go with 70...
1: He was actually... He had 52 receptions.
0: 52 receptions. Uh, and did you say targets or receptions for Johnny Smith?
1: I said receptions. receptions. He's going to have 75 Okay, I just wanted to be receptions. clear
0: on that. Um, that is, that's a lot of catches, especially, you know, for a tight end. Um, I definitely... I mean, I think that'd put him in the top five. So, you know, to come out and say... That he is going to make that much of an improvement from last season. Um, one reason that I do think that something like that could happen. This is the first off season that Smith is having, where he's not going into the off season nursing an injury. So that kind of improvement over the off season is definitely feasible for him. Um, I would look for him to break out next season. So I mean, I don't think that you're far off with something like that. While those stats are definitely impressive, and I don't know if he can quite reach that point, um, yeah, definitely I think that O. Smith could be a breakout player. Uh, For me, I'm going to go as a team, uh, kind of a team statistic here for number two, and I'm going to go on the defensive side of the ball. Um, A little bit of NFL history for you here. The Chicago Bears hold the record for most opponent turnovers in one game with 12. The Bears forced 12 turnovers in one game.
1: That's a lot of turnovers.
0: Uh, I think you know kind of where I'm going here, but not specifically. Um, My bold prediction, my second one, is that against the Jaguars, I'm not going to pick which game, but against the Jaguars one time this season, the Titans will break this record and force 13 or more turnovers in one game. Gardner Minshew... Is going to have his spirit broken by the Titans, and afterwards the Jaguars are going to be looking for Mike Glennon or Josh Dobbs to take over the team.
1: Wow, that's uh, that's pretty bold. Turnovers,
0: thirteen turnovers in one game.
1: Well, I guess we'll just have to uh, see how that works out. Uh, You know, that is definitely reaching out there. If I'd be happy if they'd done that you know, especially against any division
0: fan would, especially against a division. Yeah. Um, Um, everyone hates the Jags and I would, I mean, I could see it happening. The Jags are just that terrible, I think. So, you know, I mean, that's a lot of turnovers. Don't get me wrong. That's a lot of turnovers. Um, and I just, the only thing that concerns me is that, the Titans haven't forced as many turnovers over the past couple of years. But I definitely think that that's going to change, and I think that Kevin Byard is going to play a big role in it.
1: Well, since you uh, wanted to mention Kevin Byard, I will go with him for my next uh, bold prediction. Um, all right, his best year interception-wise is how many interceptions? Eight. 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 I'm saying this year, not only will he best that, but he will also lead the entire NFL in with interceptions this season. I think he's going to have 12 interceptions on the year.
0: Let me add on to this real fast. Uh, Honestly, it's going to sound like we got together before the show and made these predictions together, but I promise you we did not. Um, I want to add on to that. Kevin Byard, he's the best safety in the NFL. Uh, Some would disagree. Uh, I think that Byard doesn't get enough credit. He doesn't get enough national exposure. Next season, he's going to come out to prove that he's the best safety in the league and that he deserves that national respect. He is going to break, not train Lane's interception record of 14 interceptions. 15 plus interceptions, interceptions for Kevin Byard next season.
1: All right. So five
0: you, of them against the Jags. <laughs> so
1: you you went a little bit more bold than I did I don't there. know about
0: five against the Jags, but 15-plus for Kevin Byard, he breaks the NFL record.
1: Well, like I said, I have him at 12. Um, last season, there were three players tied for leading the league in interceptions, and they only had six interceptions, and Byard wasn't far behind. He had five last season. So but I think he's going to you know be that ball hawk safety back there and you know he's gonna be a nightmare for opposing quarterbacks. I I think he's gonna lead the league in uh interceptions this year.
0: Well I think that he breaks the record. Like I said earlier in the show, I would be happy if one of these comes true. Um not sure which one it would potentially be. But mine are so far out there that I would be happy with you know just one of them.
1: All right, I'm going to stick on the defensive side of the ball again, except this time I'm going with the Titans' defense as a whole. Um, you know, really, the Titans' defense has what would you say been kind of middle of the pack last Uh, season, uh, above average, roughly above average. All right, well. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the Titans defense as a whole will finish top 5 in defensive rankings this year. And this is without adding, you know, another big name free agent right now. Um, you know, right now if if like my score predictions that we gave when we predicted how their season was going to go, if that come out right, I had the Titans averaging or only allowing around 18.9 points per game, so roughly 19 points a game. This would be better than what they done last season, and, you know, I think that the Titans defense is going to come out, want to prove something. They do have the odds stacked against them a little bit by losing Dean Pease, you know, the defensive coordinator, Jarrell Casey, and Logan Ryan. Yes, they have added some depth to their edge rush position, drafted Christian Fulton in the second round. You know, they have made moves, and I just feel like they're going to try and come out and just hold teams to very few points and end up being a top defense in the league. This is my next bold prediction. I wanted to get a little bit more creative with the defense there because I think. You know, last season they were maybe around like the ten to thirteen range, somewhere roughly in there. So
0: So, uh, you're saying nineteen points per game and what, like a top five defense in the
1: league? A, a top five defense. A top five
0: defense, uh only allowing nineteen points per game, uh, with them playing the Ravens and the Packers, uh some other good offensive teams in there I can't think of the schedule, just off the top of my head, um, but I'm gonna go uh, straight into mine. Ryan Tannehill is going to prove doubters wrong. Um, there's a lot of people that have been voicing their opinion on Tannehill, saying that he can't keep up uh, his production from last season. I think that he's going to silence the doubters and prove that he is a good quarterback by finishing top five in quarterback rating next season. Also, he will play a much, much better season than Tampa Bay's new quarterback, Tom Brady.
1: Oh, wow. All right. So even with all the weapons Brady's going to have on that offense, you think Tannehill is going to top Brady? I think
0: that he's going to have a much better season than Tom Brady. Um, Once again, top five in quarterback rating. I don't know as far as touchdowns go if he will throw, you know, if he will be top five in touchdowns, but definitely better than Tom Brady. 43 years old. uh, I know that he's got Gronk. He's got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, but I'm not sold on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this season.
1: All right, well, I can... I'm right there with you. I could see that happening, especially going off of my next uh, bold prediction, because I have one of the guys that could help him make that happen. I'm gonna go with AJ Brown. You know, he's going to pick up where he left off in the 2019 season, but he's going going to go above and beyond that. You know, last season, kind of like we hit on earlier, he had 52 catches. He had 1,051 yards and 8 touchdowns. If you look back at last season at, you know, the league leaders, Michael Thomas was the only uh, player to have over 1,500 receiving yards. This next season, I think Brown doubles his catches. I think he has 104 catches, and he will also add 15 touchdowns to that, and he will have 1,500 yards. Wow.
0: Okay, as far as the catches go, do you know where that ranks as far as How many catches some of the top receivers had last season?
1: I know Michael Thomas had, I believe, 149 catches. Okay. And then next was, I think, uh, Christian McCaffrey with, like, I think he was in the 100 to 110 range, somewhere around in there.
0: So finish off the the end of that again with the touchdowns and, and yardage.
1: 104 catches, 15 touchdowns and over 15 1500 touchdowns. yards.
0: Okay, I th- I thought I I thought I'd heard you say he's going to add 15 touchdowns from last season. No, no, no. Give no, him no. what what would that be? Like a total of 23 touchdowns. That
1: would, that would tie him with Randy Moss for the most for receiving touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I'm saying that he's going to he's almost going to double the amount of touchdowns that he had last season. Okay.
0: Okay. So, he's going to improve from 8 to fifteen. All right, so so now if my math is correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Between if you if two of your bold predictions come true, Johnu and AJ Brown, between the two, you are looking at already twenty five touchdowns for Ryan Tannehill.
1: That is correct. Which
0: could coincide with my bold prediction that Tannehill will have a top five quarterback rating. Where do you see, this is kind of a just off the top of your head question, where do you see the what do you see the rest of the receivers producing next season? Uh and, and then therefore, how many touchdowns about do you see Ryan Tannehill finishing the season with?
1: All right. So first off, jump into uh Corey Davis. I know he's hasn't had the best last couple of years. I can see him adding another five or six to that total. total next season. Right. Adding five or six to that total. Um, then you also have Derek Henry, who I think will have, uh, you know, maybe two or three and then, uh, Evans out of the backfield. I believe he's also going to add about, uh, three or four. So, Roughly, if you just go on the high end, you have Davis with six, Henry with uh, three, and Evans with four. So that's another 13.
0: Okay. And Adam Humphreys, Cliff Raymond?
1: I believe you're going to get about... I'll go with two touchdowns from each of those guys.
0: Okay. Uh I'm a little I differ from you a bit. Where does that have you finishing up as far as total touchdowns with Ryan Tannehill? All
1: right, so just So
0: 13 and then two apiece from the other two, so 17 uh in addition to the already 25 from the two main targets, Johnny so Smith and So 42 touchdowns. Brown. So 42 touchdowns, which is very impressive quite a bit. Um I disagree with you on Corey Davis a bit. Okay. And here's why. Um, he hasn't proven to really be a major touchdown contributor. I mean, yes, he's had some seasons where, you know, he, I I don't even know how, what his highest season is for touchdowns. Um, I know the last season he only had the two uh, I think he, that he's while he might get more yards, maybe around in the 800-yard range, I think he's going to stick around two touchdowns. Um, I think that Adam Humphreys will still be around two to three touchdowns. Kalief Raymond might catch about two long bombs. So there you have either six or seven. And then Darrington Evans and Derrick Henry will both have three to four apiece. Um, so there you have, let's say, I'm, let's say they're on the upside eight between the two of those. In addition to the seven, I'm going to go with about 40, maybe for Ryan Tannehill. That's a little high, but once again, these are bold predictions. Um, if we're being completely realistic, I think that Tannehill is in the mid thirties.
1: I was about to say, uh, if I had to guess realistic numbers, I was going to say in like the 32 to 35 range. I would
0: say mid thirties if we're being completely realistic, but we like to wonder and with bold predictions, that's exactly what we're going to do. Uh, in a, what if scenario, if these guys were to break out the way that we want them to, in the way that we think that they can to the fullest of their ability, um, I mean, 40, 40 to forty, forty to the low forties. It seems like the ceiling for uh, Tannehill, and it could definitely be reachable. It would definitely be one of the best seasons of his career, but
1: could possibly be the absolute best season. Oh, it would of be of the best career. season yeah. of his
0: career. There's no doubt about that. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and switch to another one. My number five prediction the Tennessee Titans will have home field advantage all the way throughout the playoffs and all the way throughout the playoffs. all the way throughout the playoffs. um, They'll finish with a good enough record to notch home field advantage all the way through. Uh, What kind of record do you think they would need to do so?
1: In order to do that, I honestly think they would have to be around 14 and two or 13 and three.
0: I put twelve and four or thirteen and three. Uh, I'm not quite as high on the Ravens this season. Maybe I should be, but I I have a feeling in my gut that the Ravens are a they're not a fourteen and two team again.
1: What about the uh, Super Bowl champs from last year, the Chiefs?
0: I I don't know. I'm thinking they're in that twelve and four to thirteen and three range too. That's why I think that's why I put that for the Titans. I think that. If the Titans were up there, the Chiefs will be the team that they're competing against to get that home field advantage throughout the playoffs, and 13-3 will probably be the record to do it. I think that in the last week of the season, you could see those two teams fighting it out for that home field advantage throughout the playoffs, that number one seed, and you know, th- once again, I mean, thirteen and three, I think, would be the record to do it.
1: Thirteen and three was the number that automatically come to my head when you asked me, you know, what I was thinking. Their record would have to be to get home field advantage throughout the whole playoffs. So, you know, I think thirteen and three is probably about right. All right. So now for my last bold prediction for twenty twenty, I am going to say that the rushing attack of Henry and Evans is going to help uh, lead the Titans to leading the league in rush yards this next season. And there's no doubt they would have to compete with the Ravens for this. Uh, You know, with the combination of Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, you know, they've already just... Gus Edwards... Right, just by adding Dobbins to that mix, they have already improved their rushing attack from last year. Last year, they were ranked first in rushing attempts and yards. So, and even while the Ravens' rushing attack has gotten, you know, scarier throughout this offseason, I think that Henry and Evans are just going to carry the Titans to leading the league in rushing. This next year, I'm, I'm wanting to say, uh, when I was looking at stats earlier that the, uh, Ravens had like just under maybe, uh, 3,300 rush yards last season, somewhere in that area. I can't remember for sure. So it would definitely be a tall order for Henry and Evans to lead the Titans to the top Russian attack in the league.
0: Yeah, um, I actually had something similar to that on mine for what was going to be my last prediction, but I'll go ahead and add on to yours. Uh, Henry will rank in the top five in rushing yards, and Darrington Evans will rank in the top 25 in rushing yards. So those rankings uh, alone will help them get closer to that mark. And I also think that Ryan Tannehill with a full season at quarterback, will help out a bit. Um, he is pretty athletic. Uh, we saw that last season with, like, what, four rushing touchdowns, I believe?
1: Something around in there.
0: Um, so he actually will contribute a good bit to that, I think. Uh, and, of course, I think that Darrington Evans will, given him the prediction of a top 25 rushing season. Um, I think Darrington Evans is going to be a really, really good weapon in this offense. Uh, He's very versatile, and I like the fact that they're giving Arthur Smith that weapon that he can move around, kind of like a chess piece. Um, I think that we're going to see a lot of Darrington Evans, and I'm I'm excited about it because the more that I hear about this guy, the more research that I do on this guy, I really, really like him. I like him a whole lot. Um, So I don't think that you're far off with that. Um, if all our predictions come true, the Titans are going to be one hell of a team next year. There's no, there's No, no no doubt, no doubt about that. Um, I know that they're probably not all going to come true, but I think it, that it's fun to think about these different scenarios and try to predict something crazy, something, you know, that, that most people would say that's, you know, that's not realistic. It's not going to happen. Um, so that's really one of the reasons that we wanted to do this episode is, well, for one, it's very, very slow right now in the NFL. Nothing's really happening, especially for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, other than Clowny Watch, I've got something about that coming up here in just a second. You know, I, I like to, to think of these things and the the possibility of, what what is the word I'm looking for? Um, unlikely things. To happen um but i would like it if one of our predictions came true especially with a, as impressive as they've been uh my next one this one might end up aging and also the last prediction of the episode might end up aging really really bad and i hope that it does but um i think that the titans do not sign Davion cloney unfortunately Uh, I have no insider information on this or anything. I have no sources other than my gut. Uh, I just feel like they don't sign him back. Uh, or not back. Apologies there. Um, I just think that they don't sign him. Um, rather, uh, I'm not sure where he would go possibly to Indianapolis, which would be terrible. Uh, I know that despite a lot of the things that I've said about Clowney in the past, I do think that he would help out this team a lot, but in the event that they don't sign him, I think that they instead sign, and this is a reference to earlier in the episode when I said that one of my later predictions could help out Derrick Henry uh, get that 2,000-yard mark, uh, get the you know, only having 200 or only having two games that are under a hundred yards and getting the 20 touchdowns. um, This could help him to possibly have what's the best season ever as a running back and have all of those things combined. Um, Probably not, but it would help him out quite a bit. Uh, Instead sign Larry Warford, the pro bowl guard that was previously with the saints, Marcus golden, who had 10 sacks with the giants last season And also, I'm going to throw in Taylor Gabriel again because I really, really want him to get signed. I really want him. I think he's a good player. Uh, And I think that his speed would help out a lot. So I'm going to say that they don't sign Clowney and instead they sign those three guys.
1: That's going uh, pretty bold there. I, I have to agree with you. Just in my gut, for some reason, I feel like the Clowney deal for the Titans is not going to happen.
0: It's just taking too long and eventually some of these better free agents are going to end up in other places and then Clowney's not going to sign even then and then what are we stuck with? What are the Titans stuck with? Um, so at, at some point, if if negotiations aren't sounding promising, you have to let it go and go somewhere else, uh, I feel like. I agree. And now, now, if things are looking good, uh, and I, of course, once again, I have no information or anything, but if things are looking good between them and Clowny, and it looks like that he is gonna, you know, potentially be signed, by all means, go for it. Because exactly. He's, yes. He would be a game changer.
1: Right. right. We would we would love to have Clowny added to that defense. Yeah. But, just as of right now, with how slow things are, but I would
0: also love the combination that I just put out of Warford and Golden and Taylor Gabriel. um you know, adding three good pieces is sometimes better than adding one great piece that is true, so while the Titans are missing that x factor player that would really change things there, uh, I think that Jeffrey Simmons is going to be a great player on the defensive line. So without Clowney, it's not the end of the world there on the line. Then you add Marcus Golden to come in and help out with the pass rush. And, you know, maybe that maybe you've got a good combination. Uh, you improve at right guard with Larry Warford over Nate Davis. Not that Nate Davis didn't have a decent season last year, but it would definitely be an improvement to go from Nate Davis to a Pro Bowl guard. Um, so that's my thoughts on that. Um, and I don't think that you have any more predictions.
1: I don't have any more predictions. I do want to say to everyone though, that at some point this weekend, we are going to be posting another video on our YouTube channel. That YouTube
0: channel would be Titans Time Podcast. So make sure that you go look at it.
1: We are going to be giving our opinion on the top three Tennessee Titans offenses of all time so and again this is just going to be our opinions when we look back through stats players that they had what they were able to do where they ranked um this is just going to be our opinions on what we think the top three titans offenses of all time are not going back to the oler season either this is just from when they became the Tennessee Titans.
0: So make sure that you go check out that video uh, that will probably be out sometime early next week.
1: Uh, hopefully sometime this weekend, but at the latest, uh, you know, probably Tuesday.
0: And that is Titans Time Podcast on YouTube. Tyler, before we go, I want to ask you uh, one question. And, you know, th- th- we don't have to have like a big, long explanation about it or anything. Just a quick answer. If you could have one player from any Titans team over the years, one Titans player, so from 1999 on, no Oilers, no Tennessee Oilers, no Houston Oilers, Tennessee Titans, that you could add to this team going into next season, who would it be?
1: My heart wants to tell me to go with Keith Bullock just because he is my favorite player, or favorite Titans player of all time. But with... The team needs, needing someone who can get after opposing quarterbacks and just wreak havoc in the backfield, I have to go with the freak, Javon Curse. I feel like if you could throw him in on this defense, the Titans defense would definitely be feared next year.
0: There is your answer, Javon Curse. added to this Titans team. Would you say that that would make them the favorite to win the Super Bowl?
1: I think it would probably make them, you know, if not the favorite, definitely in the top three to be, you know, the favorite to win the so Super Bowl. be considered
0: as, as, as far as odds go, they would have top three odds right. to they win the Super Bowl. They would have Ball. top
1: three odds just because he would be able to add to getting after the quarterback. And again, that's the thing that really killed him last season. Uh, who would you add?
0: Um, I think that I would add, and this is only because I think we're very thin at wide receiver. Um, I think that I would add Derek Mason, not that, that necessarily that I think he's a lot, the best overall option, you know, like if you're in the draft and you're going best player available versus what you need. Uh, I'm going to fill a need here and go a little farther down the board. Not that he's not a great wide receiver, because he is, and that's why I'm picking him. Um, But, you know, there are other players that people would probably default to, Steve McNair, Eddie George, um, like you said, Javon Kirst, Keith Bullock. Uh, But uh, I'm going to fill that need at wide receiver and go with Derek Mason going into this next season.
1: Not a bad choice there. I think he could add to, you know, our wide receiving core and you know can make an impact uh
0: yeah and you know depending on the specifics of the question uh he's the guy to replace Corey Davis since we declined his fifth year option um so you know you know are we getting these guys on rookie contracts or are we having to go out and sign them with big money um getting a little too specific there but anyways that has been it for Titans time. Make sure that you check us out on Twitter at Titans underscore time. Uh, make sure that you go to our website, titanstimepodcast.com. Check out our Instagram. That is Titan's time Podcast. And like Tyler said earlier, we will have a YouTube video going live soon. So check it out. It's going to be the top three Titans offenses of all time. Tyler, tell them to subscribe to the podcast
1: guys make sure you subscribe to the podcast leave us that five star rating and leave us some comments let us know how we're doing anything else you might like to hear anything you would like to see us improve on you know just any little bit helps us out
0: once again I want to reiterate the website com. we post articles daily on there about Tennessee Titans news analysis anything um, lately. I have a first round prediction of the 2021 draft for the Tennessee Titans way too early. Way too early. Go ahead, check out that article and the rest of the website.